Hi there, Megan Thompson with Megan Thompson Coaching. And if you are parenting a highly sensitive child who is stuck in the meltdown cycle and it's hard to get them to share their emotions with you, then let's listen to today's show. We're going to make it quick because it is December. Everybody is super busy. And I'm going to give you some key pieces to your relationship skills that will be necessary to highlight this holiday season as you help your sensitive kiddo open up to you. So let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to How to Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja. I'm your host, Megan Thompson, licensed clinical professional counselor and registered play therapist supervisor. We at MTC teach parents how to eliminate the daily meltdown and shutdown cycle for your sensitive children and teens. Highly sensitive children make up 15 to 20% of the population, according to research that has been gathered for over a century. And this podcast answers one question. How can you raise emotionally intelligent children? Stop walking on eggshells and help your child express their needs safely without punishments, yelling, or coddling. If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. Here at MTC, we help parents of highly sensitive kids eliminate the daily meltdown cycle in as little as eight weeks. And I want to talk about the meltdown cycle from the perspective of shutdowns today, because if your child is melting down, it's very likely that they are yelling, right? Uh, saying things that perhaps you're noticing are very uh, deep and harsh and intense, and you're getting somewhere. But if your child is shutting down, it can really feel like you have to dig uh, to help your child share what's truly going on for them and, and where the big emotions are coming from that's leading to them refusing to do uh, to go to school, refusing to engage in activities, refuse to share uh, with you, what's why they're not doing their their schoolwork, etc. And uh, this can be really overwhelming for you as a parent because you're working on uh, breaking this pattern consistently, right? And uh, those glimmers of of times when your child is sharing what's going on usually happen for for you if you've been trying to help your child break out of this pattern. They're usually happening when you are. Uh, at, like after the meltdown, after the shutdown. And I want to help you shift the dynamic here and, and focus on what really works to break out of this pattern. So usually uh, what happens is that the meltdown rises and falls like a, a big intense wave, right? And then eventually your child tells you what's going on after you're asking lots of questions, after you're trying to guess what's happening or you reassure them and then they refute your reassurance and they tell you, no, that's not it, mom, you, you're, you know, you'll never understand me. And then finally, uh, you're, you're slowing down and your child slows down and you're able to hear what's really going on. Now that's the ideal situation that eventually your child unlocks that Pandora's box and tells you what is bothering them. Uh, one thing that I, I know that many parents in the, stuck in this cycle get stuck with, however, is that that's, you know, 30, 40 minutes later, or maybe even later in the day when the when the issue that your child was struggling with or what they were refusing is over. So then it's hard to teach your child in that moment because children live in the here and now. And so it can be very difficult for your child to want to address the, the problem if they're not currently in the problem. So, you know, what do I mean? That I mean that if your child is struggling with 
homework and refusing to do the homework, it can be difficult to get your kid to find the motivation to talk about doing homework later in the day, earlier in the morning before school, when it's not in, um, at, the, in the, at the time that they need to use the skill. Now, I understand uh, being you know, a, par- a parent coach for many years of highly sen- parents of highly sensitive kids that when your child is stuck trying to use the skills to demonstrate internal motivation and communicate their, uh, their intense emotions safely and move on from the refusal experience and the shutdown experience so that they follow through on the expectation, whether that be for homework or you know, getting the house ready for Vic, for guests, like, you know, like you're doing right now in, in December or going to different holiday parties, things like that. This is go time, right? This is game time when your child needs to be demonstrating those skills. And that's the time when your child is most present to the fact that they are lacking the skill. However, that's also the same time when they're feeling the most overwhelmed, right? Hence the shutdown refusal. So it is not an opportunity there for you to be coaching your child to build skills at that point because they're at the depths of their despair. And so this can feel very cyclical as a parent because if you're trying to teach your child during the middle of the meltdown or right before the meltdown happens, your child is not present to the moment. They are really trying to escape that moment, especially if they are a kid who tends to shut down uh, and implode rather than explode. And uh, both types of of behavior patterns are the same root cause, which is uh, a need for you as a parent to learn how to communicate with them, uh, with your child more effectively earlier on in the day, throughout the day, and create a culture in the household where that calm connection and emotional uh, communication is happening in a much more playful manner throughout the day. So I want to shift towards uh, the, the piece that we're teaching on today which is a part of the puzzle to break out of the meltdown cycle. And this is related to helping your child open up earlier in the day. And uh, there are three key pieces to sharing your child with your child that that it is safe for them to share with you and uh, demonstrating that communication earlier than when they're stressed out is something that they can do. All right. So first thing is um, really working very hard to engage in active listening skills. When you have the opportunity to schedule with your child time to discuss their their challenges, and that schedule doesn't need to be uh, an appointment, right? You can you can um, mentally book the time where you're paying attention to your child and asking them questions about their day. I want to encourage you to use uh, open ended questions, to use active listening skills. Um, eye contact, full bodied focus on your child at that moment, avoid uh, multitasking, and uh, work with your child to share their emotional experiences with you. The more engaged that you are, the more engaged your child will be able to be. Now, when you're parenting a highly sensitive kid, you want to watch out for their shame response because if your child is avoiding talking about emotions at a seemingly neutral uh, time, then that is a key indicator your child feels very overwhelmed about emotions and is stuck in a shame spiral. So that's a key indicator that it, it could be much deeper than just having you know a nice conversation about emotions to turn around this cycle. But it is definitely a place where you need to start. Next is uh, validation, right? Now, you've heard me mention this before. Your child needs to feel heard and understood by you. That does not mean that you need to agree with their behavior. Validation is not agreement. 
So one thing that your child needs to know is that their emotions are okay. It is okay for them to be experiencing the sadness, worry, upset, or fear about completing a task or going somewhere or moving um, uh, in a certain direction in the transition. And one thing that I hear often from parents who are stuck in this meltdown cycle is a difficulty validating their child because their child's emotions confuse them. So if you feel confused by why your child is having such a big explosion related to such a small need, right, if they're making mountains out of molehills, then this is definitely something you need to be paying attention to because it is not um, necessary for you to agree with how big their emotion is, but it is necessary for you to validate them. This is going to build trust so that your child can feel much more capable of tolerating their own emotions. If your child can't tolerate their emotions, they will not tolerate pushing through and moving through their emotions. Either they will continue to escape them, which is, you know, again, the shutdown cycle is just that. They uh, it, it, There's a loop-de-loop situation going on here where there are lots of uh, pieces to this, uh, this, this pattern of behavior. And then thirdly is that you need to show unconditional care. So when your child is experiencing intense emotions, and that's leading to intense behaviors like avoiding on contact and refusing to engage in an activity, parking their, their bum down on the chair, refusing to go anywhere, uh, their body's on the floor, they're melting down, they're hitting, kicking, screaming. It is very important that you avoid demonstrating conditional love. That means uh, you cannot be shutting down either. Uh, and I know that this is something that you probably know you're not supposed to do. And it is important for us to cover it anyways, uh, because it's it's not just the behavior that you're demonstrating that's inappropriate. Uh, it's also an important piece to notice that the dynamic in the household is contributing to the problem. So when you shut down, or um, you leave the situation, if your child is experiencing intense emotion, your child feels frustrated, overwhelmed, and stuck, and that can be exacerbated when you as an adult are shutting down. And I know that it is very possible that it, that you learned to shut down as a coping skill, to just basically white-knuckle your way through emotions, uh, white-knuckle your way through stress, especially if you're type A, a perfectionist yourself. And uh, this is definitely something that you need to break through. You need to be able to tolerate your own emotions and stay in a hard moment, uh, tolerate conflict without shutting down or getting angry yourself. And if that's difficult for you to do repeatedly, then it is time to seek professional support because uh, you cannot lead your child from a skill that you aren't able to sustainably model yourself, right? So I encourage you to use these techniques to work uh, consistently on the importance here because I know that you are working hard to turn this around and paying attention to all the pieces to this puzzle is very difficult to do. And uh, it, it is possible. You know, we, we help our clients do this consistently and thoroughly when they work with our team intensively. And uh, it can be simpler than, um, than you've been dealing with it yourself if you engage in professional support. I want to highlight the important piece here that that consistency in demonstrating that level of emotion regulation is different than consistency in demonstrating calm. Now, most often parents will hear, you know, don't raise your voice or um, try not to react to your child's big emotions as I need to keep 
calm the entire time. And if that means that you're compartmentalizing your emotions, then it is time for you to shift your perspective. Okay. What I'm asking you to do instead is to feel your emotion, dissipate it, move on from it, even in that in that moment, that is what's going to help your child feel more regulated when you're regulating yourself and then demonstrating that. Otherwise, your child is going to pick up on the tension that you're really trying not to show on your face. And uh, it's very difficult to not show emotion on, um, on your face when uh, your child's highly sensitive. They can read you like a book, right? So... If you've been working on demonstrating all of these skills through general parenting, uh, gentle parenting strategies, or even attachment-focused parenting strategies, then it is very likely there are some key core pieces that are missing uh, because these main principles we covered today are nuanced related to parenting highly sensitive kids. Your sensitive child has more overactive mirror neurons. They need to be able to uh, demonstrate with you and... um, experience from you this co-regulation and that needs to be more specific related to parenting a sensitive child a child who feels big feelings who is easily overstimulated who notices very small details and right now is emotionally reactive now being emotionally reactive is not part of the trait that is actually a symptom of the meltdown cycle your child having deep emotions and processing their emotions deeply is part of the personality trait the temperament type, their disposition. However, uh, how explosive or implosive your child is, is not something that you have to continue to deal with and, and experience and, and um, uh, endure as a parent. It is something that you and your child, who also feels miserable here, can break out of. Okay, so if you want support with that, I encourage you to head on over to our masterclass, uh, watch the free training, and uh, have a conversation with our team after that. You'll learn more about the shifts that you need to make as a parent and the mindset perspectives, as well as uh, the, the interventions that you need to engage in as a parent to totally break out of this pattern yourself uh, with your family. I look forward to talking to you soon and have a great day. Thanks for joining me for this episode of how to parent your highly sensitive child like a ninja. We release a brand new episode every week, so be sure to click subscribe. If you like what you've heard and you're interested in hearing more about how to eliminate the meltdown cycle, I invite you to check out our free masterclass where we cover the five steps our clients use to eliminate the daily meltdowns. You can register for the next training at meganthompsoncoaching.com backslash five steps. That's the number five S-T-E-P-S. MeganThompsonCoaching.com backslash five steps. Have a great day.